listening to Carmen and Yurko. Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. On WMVP, WSAT HD2, Chicago. This is ESPN 1000, a good karma brand's radio station. Hope you're having a great day. Carmen and Yurk will cross-talk in an hour with Waddle and Sylvie. They're on 2 to 6. Black and Abdallah tonight, 6 to 8. You can watch us on Twitch. All the shows, all day, every day. Twitch.tv or download the Twitch app. Just search ESPN 1000 Chicago. Boom, you'll find us. What up, Twitchers? You can join the chat there. We're live in the old National Bank State Street studio. Poland-Argentina underway. In the first minute. In the first minute, we'll watch this game. Uh, the U.S. advances with a thrilling one nothing, 1-0 win against... Iran yesterday, uh, that, those last 10 minutes, that stoppage time, like 10 minutes of stoppage time. Are you kidding me? It's a lot. Oh, my God, Yurko. And we were upstairs watching it in a big group uh, in the office, and it was nerve-wracking. Oh, I, I mean, could it, imagine. It was very – and they looked exhausted by the end of that game. I mean, just – and I understandably so. It's just a lot exhausted. of running. It is a tremendous amount of running. and But they won, and I'm very excited. And now they play uh, against the Netherlands – 9 a.m. Saturday morning. Looking forward to that. Will you go out for that one, or do you stay home and watch that? No, game? 9 a.m. I'll stay home. You'll stay home. No, nothing's because I bet you night. the bars will be kicking though for yeah, no night. I don't know. You don't think so? Yeah, I don't know. Certainly around these parts, it will be. I mean, yeah. they're, like the World Cup bars that are always open, the big soccer bars, the Globe and Fado and those places. You'll have to get in line probably at 6 a.m. to get a spot. I don't know how much fun that is, but I'm debating. Like, should we? You know, me and a few buddies were debating. Should we just? Come on over and watch the game, or should we go out and I don't know, watch the game together? I'm I'm debating on how to handle Saturday morning. Saturday's going to be a fun day. That's going to we talked about this. That's going to roll into the TCU Kansas State game. Uh, I don't know how thrilling some of the other championship games are. I think the two best are Friday night, the Pac-12 championship game, and then the Big 12 championship game. I think those are the two highlights. I mean, Michigan Purdue. Purdue has been. I will say this: Purdue historically under Jeff Brom. Very feisty as this big of an underdog. They have never they, they they have not failed to cover a point spread under Jeff Brom in which they're getting this many points, Yurko. Anytime they've gotten double digits under him, they've covered every time. They haven't won them all outright. Natural they're letdown. seven and oh. Natural letdown? For you Michigan, know, is I it mean, a natural I, letdown I, game I, after beating up on Ohio State? You, at Ohio State, that they're not going to be able to bring the same type of funk? You could have made that argument last year, and what did they do? They went and they beat Iowa like 45-3. to three. That was Iowa. That's Iowa. That's, that's Iowa. true. Iowa doesn't have an offensive I mean, bone they, in its body. That's true. They beat the snot out of Iowa last year, though. I know that's a good question. Like, is there a little bit of a natural letdown that happens, and you're asking them to cover more than two, uh, more than a two-touchdown point? Yeah, score. I don't need Purdue to win. I no. just want Purdue to keep it close that's for the they, better yeah. part of three and a half quarters. Yeah. I don't know how good that game will be or not. I mean, I guess we'll see. It's just like, meh, you know, the Big Ten well, the West early is so games, bad. The early games Purdue lost, and they, they lost one early in the season where it was all time management out of... Penn State? No, yeah, the Penn State game they lost because uh, Jeff Brown didn't know how to manage his time correctly there toward the end of the game. So... I'm trying to remember that game. You might be right. That yeah. was a close game. It was like a field goal game they lost, yes, right? Yes, it was. Or a four-point yeah. game or something yeah. like that. It was an extremely close game. So they might be better than people think is all I'm saying. Maybe a little bit better than people think. Maybe they'll have the ability to compete a little bit more. Yeah, Maybe they won't give up the big plays. I just think historically in these matchups, too, like the numbers do dictate that in terms of at least covering a point spread, they've been pretty. They've been a pretty feisty group under Brom. Like 
covering these types of numbers. They're 22 and 11 as a dog under him to begin with. And like I said, anytime they're getting over 10 points, yeah. is the game in Indy? 7 and 0. Yeah, the is game's the game in, in Indy. Indy. Yes. Yeah, game's in Indy. TCU gets the benefit of a home game playing at AT&T Stadium. What is that about a 20-minute drive from yeah. the campus? It's about that's it. So, they're going to have a I, I would think a pretty decided home field advantage over K-State in that game. And then the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, George obviously has a home game. They play in Atlanta. I don't know that that's going to matter one way or another. I just think Georgia is that much the class of college football right now. Again, big number. Not sure they'll cover that, but uh, should not lose to LSU. And then in Vegas, they'll play the game between USC and, uh, and Utah. What did you make of the uh, four? This is perfect sense, right? Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. There's no, there's no debate. There's a no-brainer. Everybody wins this weekend. There's your playoff at the end of the month. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. Something were to happen. TCU were to lose. USC were to lose. For Black's case, I hope that doesn't happen. Then it gets a little crazier. Does uh, There's no way a two-loss Alabama team gets no. in there, right? I know Saban's tried to... If both teams lose, if TCU and USC lose... It's a matter of how far the committee drops TCU. If TCU loses and they keep them in four, then and you just move Ohio State up, and you just well, move Ohio State. Then it depends. So Ohio State's five, Bama's six. Bama's six. If Adams you, holding on to some sort of hole here. That, no, listen, I've always said no two to two lost teams in the playoff until right. it expands. That's has fine. anybody has a two lost team ever made no, the playoff? No, two lost team no. has never made the playoff. No. However. If TCU and USC both lose, that opens the door for Ohio State and for Alabama to get in. Boy, that'd be real interesting. I'll tell you that. Because then USC would be a two-loss team. Both losses would be to Utah. Mm -hmm. TCU would be a one-loss team. How do you take a two-loss Alabama team over a one-loss TCU team? That's going to be the fight, right? Oh, absolutely. That's going to be the big fight. I think the committee wants to drop TCU fast. Because it's, um, I you get be more eyeballs with, with Ohio State, with Ryan Day, with Alabama, with Nick Saban. With USC, potentially. Yeah, oh, like yeah. You get more, like, listen, TCU's a great story. They're a good team. But like it's as far as the TV show of ratings goes, you're going to get more eyeballs with Ohio State or Alabama in there. I would think you are probably right. So why even have a season? They should just put Ohio State and Alabama in the Final Four. Well. And let everybody else play, and don't make Alabama and and, you, and Ohio State play. I'm saying to, over TCU. Just get them a buy. Just get them a buy for the whole year. No, let them just play. Well, what are we doing here? Well, if they're going to be your biggest market TV draws, why even make them play all year? But they're they going to it healthy. But, but you got to admit, they kind of are. I mean, they would favor. Oh, I understand who the I understand who the TV draw is. Right. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about the team that deserves to be there. I hear you. That's you're telling me a one a one loss TCU team doesn't belong to be that doesn't belong with a two loss. No two loss team has ever been there with four. He's not in favor of it unless it's his Alabama team. <laughs> Damn right. So <laughs> that's my biased. point. You get what I'm saying? And no, television ratings has nothing to do with it. In theory, I got the quotations up right now. Yeah. In theory, it shouldn't have anything to do with it, but we know it rears its ugly head. It sure does. Well, why even make them play? Just put Ohio State and them in there. Give them the buys at one and two and play the rest. Let eight of them play into them. Well, they'll never do that because well, of that course would be, not. the appearance of that would be bad. Yes. But I see what you're saying. It That's going to be all kinds of interesting if K-State were to pull the upset. And I think K-State is capable of it. K-State had a loss at TCU earlier this year. They were down to the third string quarterback. And had K-State not had to play part of the second half of the third-string quarterback, and the defense was sort of exhausted on the field a lot. They might have won that game. They were up, I think, 10 at one point on 
TCU. But TCU won. TCU did win. Absolutely. I'm just saying, like, I think K-State's more than capable of pulling that upset. That was my point. And, like, I got that's going to make so, next week is very Is Kansas capable? Kansas? Is Kansas. Isn't that who they're playing, Kansas? K-State. Oh, no, TCU playing plays K-State. K-State. Yes. Okay, I thought they were playing Kansas. Mm-mm. K-State. And K-State was the team that hung with them pretty tough uh, in in uh, Fort Worth earlier this year. But like I don't I know. I don't mind if they both lose and then we have a... Chaos. Uh, yeah, we have a brouhaha here on a Monday. Are they doing the uh, semifinals on, on New Year's Eve again, guys? Yeah. Well, that I wish they wouldn't yeah. do it. That stunk. I got How a wedding. I got a wedding on New Year's Eve. Yeah. For the first time, now I have to try and navigate this situation. Uh, it's something Abdallah has done successfully throughout the years, or maybe not successfully. Well, I've done it. Uh, but I, I think, USC side. Yeah, because like, like, yeah. if they get in, they win Friday night, they're into the playoff. I'm hoping for the early game. Hoping for the early game. So then it doesn't get in the way of any plans for New Year's Eve. And so they don't even have times. Those no. aren't even time stamped yet, right, no. guys? No, They're just, no, they won't yet. And it would probably be TCU would probably get the early game because they sure. want more eyeballs at night with USC and, and Georgia. And what, what's it? It's the Peach Bowl this it, year? It is. And it's, it's, the, it's the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, right. so, yeah, so it's avoiding the Rose Bowl. And the Rose Bowl always wants that late afternoon window. So you really can't project where... Or what time things are going to take place? I don't know why they do this like this. I really don't. Um, like it's great if I you're would assume if, that the number you get one four at night. It's fantastic if you're a shut in and oh, you're yeah. just looking to sit at home on, on New Year's <laughs> Eve. Like it, it's well, I mean, like who is this good for to be like? Yeah, we have the playoff games on New Year's Eve. I don't adults. know. That doesn't help anybody. Adults. It's I good for adults. I'm trying to. I'm well. I guess I, it's still to me. Loners like, like, like who are, cares? Are they are they Friday December thirtieth or are they Saturday December thirty no, first? Saturday December thirty. Because right now, like if you go on the ESPN bowl schedule on dot com. They've got two games slated for Saturday, December 31st, Mm -hmm. Music City Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. And one is on ABC at 11 a.m. and one is on ESPN at 11 a.m. No, those are wrong. So that's just wrong and they'll change all that? It'll be like 3 and 7.30. Okay, so that'll be... Well, those two games may take place at 11, but the the playoff games will be later in the day. Okay. Because for some reason, they've got the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl as being on Friday, December 30th. But maybe it's just wrong and not totally up to date yet because so much is still in flux after this weekend. And then, however, they decide to sort it out with the final four. But I, with these guys, I prefer it not not that I'm going out partying much on New Year's Eve it's anymore. But I would just Saturday. prefer. It's because it's that Saturday. Yeah, if no, the Saturday just, was the 30th or the 1st or whatever, they would have it on that day. It's because it's a Saturday. Saturday is December thirty first. They did it New Year's. They did it New Year's Eve last year. I remember watching the games. Yep. The wasn't first it, game was, was on New Year's like, Eve a Saturday. No, last no year? it was a Friday. This year's a Saturday. Last year was a Friday. Was it? Yeah, of course. How could it not be? This wasn't a leap year. Last year would have been a Friday if it's a Saturday. I swear this they've year. always been on Saturdays. No, I'm telling wrong. you, I remember watching him last year. Guys. This is from the official NCAA website. So the 2022-23 playoff schedule. So here are the dates. December 31st, 2022, Saturday, Fiesta Bowl will either be played at 3 o'clock Central Time or 7 o'clock Central Time. Okay. The Peach, Peach Bowl, Bowl is the other game, also on the 31st. So we we'll it played, right. It'll be played at 3 or, yeah. or 7. So we had it right. Those are the two games and, in the playoff. The and, national and, championship game will be played on the 9th. 
That's a Monday night, and that game is a 6.30 start. Which bowl is it this year, Chris? Or, or is that not a bowl anymore? That's not like a standalone now, right? That's just a stand-alone. national championship yeah. game? Yeah, it's a standalone yeah. championship. Um, I remember those times were the times they played last year. I'm telling yeah, you. Last, it was Friday. They played it on was, Friday. Yeah, I, I got it. it. It is Friday. And yeah. it was like a 3 o'clock and a 7 o'clock game. Because um, I remember watching them. And, uh, I, I was in the Fort Lauderdale. Yes, you were. I remember it. And so, I, I don't know. I just sort of wish they would... Do it at a different time, but um, I guess I see the draw of maybe doing it because it is a Saturday this year. I don't know. I thought they, they tried it when they originally started this. They, I feel like they scrapped it for a year or two, and now they've gone well, back to play. There, there, the there has been so when the Rose Bowl has been involved, the games, the championship game, the playoff games are on the first. Oh, so because so the, when the Rose Bowl is involved, they don't move the Rose Bowl off of the Rose Bowl time slot off on of New Jan Year's 1? Day. Off of January. Yeah, okay. so, so that game would take place in the early afternoon. Okay. The Rose Bowl on New Year's Day. So so in those years, you're right, Carm, the, game wa- the games were not played on New Year's Eve. So there you go. And this year, because of NFL Sunday, they'll play the big New Year's Day bowl games on January 2nd. They'll play them yeah. on that Monday. Which is the holiday? Most people will still be off, but you'll get the Rose Bowl this year at uh, three or four in the afternoon on that Monday on January second, just because the holidays are falling on the weekend this year. Oh, whew, I'm exhausted. I think I we got it. All, I think we got it, it all worked out though. Wait till it expands. Wait till it. Oh my god! I, I know. mean expansion. I mean, what do you need it for? Isn't it? If you get two teams that win this weekend, doesn't it prove that you only need four? No, it'd be. I mean, listen. You need expansion because what happens? You we guys just to, spent ten minutes debating about two losses, no, three no, lost guys, teams. We need to see Georgia, Tennessee. Wait a minute. We need to see no. Ohio State, Michigan. Wait a minute. We need to see all these teams. We no, need to let's see, get sixteen in. We need yeah. to see USC, Utah. Well, let's get Penn Wait a State involved. No, oh, let's expand though. I would. I mean, we'll still. Well, anybody that's in a non-power five, uh, you know, they'll still get uh, sh- shafted. They'll still be on the outside looking in uh, every single year. Uh, back to some NFL conversation. I want to talk a little bit more with these guys about Bears Packers, and there's not a lot sexy about it, especially if Justin Fields does not play. And I don't think he's going to. Roger says he is going to play. Had a nugget for the guys uh, on that and Roger's dominance of this rivalry. 312-332-3776 is the number if you want to join us. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Did you miss some Carmen and Yurko? You don't have to miss anything. Podcasts are ready on the ESPN Chicago app. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. Packer week, although we don't know how much excitement there is for it. Bears are beat up. Justin Fields probably not going to play. Bears are a four-point home underdog. Three and nine meets four and eight. The Packers four and eight might be a little bit more surprising. Aaron Rodgers told Pat McAfee he expects to play despite leaving Sunday Night Football early. He's got thumb and oblique injuries or rib injury right now. Probably going to play though. They keep saying how tough he is, and I think he is. I think he has been. The oblique part of the core, part of the core, Carm. Part of the core, absolutely. Yeah. So if you know when people say, "Well, what is the does the oblique matter?" Part Uh, of the core, sure. Part of the core. So yeah, absolutely, it matters. He uh, does not. It's not the typical Aaron Rodgers year. Let's face it. I mean, uh, coming off back to back MVP seasons, um, he does not have a three hundred yard passing game this year, which is a little bit surprising. Maybe that is stunning. He currently, Yurko, has the lowest touchdown-to-interception ratio of his career. since his first year as a starter in 2008. What's now, yeah. it's still, you ready? Uh, I love how much they complain. It's still 2.33, which is pretty good. He's got 21 touchdowns to nine interceptions. 
And we always hope that at least you're over two to one. You like it when you get into like two and a half to one because you're sort of, yeah. you know, then you're really feeling frisky. For his career, and I, I know you're somewhat aware of the stack because we've talked about it, uh, it's kind of mind-boggling. For his career, Aaron Rodgers is at 4.61 to 1. Yes. That is his touchdown to interception It's like ratio. 480 touchdowns to 100 interceptions. Exactly. Something like that. Exactly. You almost have it exactly on, on the nose. Yes. So for every interception he throws, he throws 4.61 touchdowns. Yeah. And to put that into context... Among all passers in the history of the NFL with oh. the, at least 1,500 attempts. All passers. That's the uh, the qualification. He is number one all-time, obviously, by a long shot. The only other quarterback in history that's even at 4-1 to one on the nose. Do you know who it is? There's one other quarterback that is at 4-1. to one year. Well, at least 1,500 attempts. Yes, and he is a current player. Tom Brady. It is not Tom Brady. It's a good guess. Matt Ryan. It is not Matt Ryan. Matt Stafford. It is not Matt Stafford. He's younger than all those guys. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. The only two players that are at four to one or better are Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Fifteen hundred attempts is only three years, basically. It's now. like three years. Yeah, that's yeah, about that's about it. Um, the only uh, the next closest after Mahomes is Russell Wilson at three point two six. And then a guy you mentioned, fourth all-time, Tom Brady at 3.11. Those are the only four players that are over 3-1 three. Three for their career. Only four. Touchdown, interception. And it's those guys. If you And this won't come as a surprise to many people because passing games are so much more intricate and they've changed so much. And in the old days, it was like, eh, throw it up, 50-50 proposition, we'll see. Obviously, these numbers are very skewed towards the modern player. The top nine yes. all-time are all current players. Sure. Because of the way passing from, games from have evolved. When, when uh, Bill Walsh basically came in and started saying, hey, short completions are better than long incompletions and most certainly an interception. Yes. Yes. So the way the game has changed and gotten so much more intricate in their passing games and just the things that they do, you're 100%. I mean, Joe Namath was 1-1. One one. <laughs> he might not have. He might have thrown more interceptions than touchdowns, I think, too. I think he did. Yeah. I think he threw more interceptions yeah. than touches. To your point, I yes. mean, things are so different. So those numbers tend to be a little bit more skewed to the modern era. That's, but, you know, it's still uh, a worthwhile stat, and it puts into pretty good context how good some of these quarterbacks are today. But, yeah, the top nine in that category all time are all active players. For crying out loud, Kirk Cousins is even on that list, checking in at number nine, actually. So uh, my guy Herbert is already uh, fifth all time, I think. Oh, congratulations to him. Five to one, yeah. yeah. Uh, any notion that somehow Justin Herbert is only a social media quarterback is—I re- yeah. don't even know what that means. I guess it means that he's only good because the highlights look good on social media. Is that what that means? Yeah. What did we hear that was Mahomes and Joe Burrow? It's a two-quarterback league. That's your Peyton Manning and your uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, and, and that's fine. If you're the third quarterback in that mix, do you really mind? I mean, like and if it would you're be Roethlisberger, Herbert, or Josh Allen, right? Yeah. Right. Three and four. I mean, you're doing okay, aren't you? I would agree. Yeah. I think you're doing. Okay. You'll be fine. Any of those guys. I mean, I think you'd be you'd be happy with any of those guys. And maybe Justin Fields somehow works his way into that conversation. Uh, I don't know that. I don't think it's totally out of the realm of possibility. You've got me feeling good that you you've said it now that you feel pretty confident that he will start to understand. Well, He's got to I've identified those it. windows. I've identified you it know? perfectly. Yeah, I like it. You've got to be able to pull. And then when I see the passes, Carm, I, not, I, I, I put them down, I jot them down, and I tell myself, this is the pass. I'm going to go show everybody, take a look at it. This is the pass that needs to be thrown. Look, he's not looking. He's not into his break yet. 
the ball is being thrown. The decision to throw the ball has come out way before he's open. Right. But you've got to anticipate your guy's the one that knows where he's going and he's going to be there. Now get him the football where he can make a play. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Even if it's just to catch it and drop down. That's why I'm so hopeful he does come back yep. and play five more games. Well, I guess it would be four more. Four more. Right, yeah, because I don't think he's going to play this week. Right. Give him another week, get to the bye, and then, you know, give him four more. And it'll be the one thing that we can look forward to over the final month You'll of the season. It. You'll take it. You'll take it. A little update here on the soccer game that's happening right here. Argentina uh, was really on the front foot putting a lot of pressure on Poland. Mm-hmm. And uh, Poland just kind of fighting it off and not getting uh, Argentina 100% legitimate chances to score. But is de- definitively Argentina that's on the front foot here looking to cause problems. Well, they kind of need to win, right? Yes. Otherwise, it depends on the other result for yes. them. So they need to win. So I think that's why you're going to see them. Yeah, gonna and they are, and they're there, and they're knocking on the door. Just not high-quality chances yet. I don't think I've ever seen Argentina wear that color kit. First it's time like for purple, me. purple, isn't it? Does that look purple? Uh, it's a, almost a navy blue, and I've oh, never that seen that. No, it's purple. It's purple. I've never seen that before. Well, the U.S. first opponent, Netherlands, uh-huh. you know, they dress in orange all the time. Yeah. La Orange. La Orange. Their current flag doesn't have any orange in it. No, the Netherlands is blue and white and red, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but the original flag, the prince's flag, really does have orange where the red is. Hmm. So it's orange, white, and blue. So the original was, and that's what they go back to, and that's why they usually have the orange. Go USA, beat the Netherlands. Yeah. You ever get confused by the whole uh, Netherlands, uh, uh, Holland, uh, you know, it gets a little confusing sometimes. Dutch. The Dutch. I watched yeah. a uh, TikTok on this very subject matter, and Did I you? was legit telling Abdallah about it this morning. Were you really? Yeah. Right? Am I right? You're like, wait, which one's the Dutch? And the, Oh, yeah, they're the same. And the, yeah. the Netherlands the, and Holland What and I took Dutch. from it is if you say Holland, you're basically calling Americans they're from Texas. Right, mm-hmm. like it, it would be as if you're referring to all Americans from one state. Okay, is Holland. So, so Holland Netherlands is, like is a, correct. So Netherlands and the is Dutch correct. Is also correct. They but are, that's they are Dutch. They're yes. from the Netherlands. Yes, they speak like there's like six different languages. There's like German, Dutch, Flemish. But I believe you also <laughs> you you refer to the Dutch and the Netherlands, but that's basically because of German and English language. Ah. Like, it, it's basically the same thing, but based on the territory and what was there in the past is why they say it's what they confusing. say. It's a confusing. I watched right? a full video and this morning. I told it, I was like, you know what I saw on TikTok yeah. is uh, this interesting fact about the Dutch. You're getting into a whole tutorial. And then the Danes are from Denmark. Denmark, yes. The Danes are from Denmark. Ah. No gray area there. Yeah, most 100% certainly from Denmark. Which one of the wooden shoes come from? Mm, uh, that's, that's the Dutch. Ha, that's the Dutch. Yeah. It's the Dutch. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Carm, Twitch would like you to know that your team, Italy, that's not participating in the World Cup, mm-hmm. uh, they wear blue, and that's not in their flag either. I didn't say anything about uh, what no, was in the flag did. or not. Well, I, just, I was talking about... Well, we were uh, talking about orange with the Netherlands. Orange with the Netherlands, mm, and, yeah. 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 The Azuri, yeah. the Azuri. Well, they call the, they wear blue because they're called the uh, the Azuri. They're called yeah. the blue because the water around I, I suppose. fields of azure, the water around the peninsula and the blue Mediterranean water. So they they always have gone by uh, Azuri. 
So that's why they wear blue a lot. But yeah, there's no blue in that flag either. Yeah, but I, I didn't say anything about the the, no. the colors in the flag. So I don't know. No, why. We did I, talk you know, about it. The Twitchers want to just come after you over your Italian team that's not participating. Uh, that's in the world true. Cup. I just want to bust my balls about Italy not being in it again. <laughs> yeah, what the, a travesty! My there, grandfather would be rolling over. There's his memes grave. out there. There's two World Cups in a row, by the way. Embarrassment. Not, oh, there's the pullback. The pullback on the doorstep, and he mishit it. Oh, it was a good oh, strike. Oh boy. Can't miss hit a ball on the pullback. What's it? What do you mean? Uh, so when when the guy's coming down to the line and then he pulls the ball back, he doesn't cross it to the guys that are immediately in front. And he pulls it back to a trailer. Got it. Got it. So he hits the trailer on like, that, like a drop pass in hockey. Kinda? Right. Yeah. Well, but it's coming from the side. So, okay. but he's hitting the trailer. The pullback. He's hitting the trailer. You got three guys going. Two guys are in the front line, and there's a guy way behind. The pullback is to that third guy. Got it. And then he's going to have an open net, really, to shoot at. He just got to be able to guide it into one of the two corners. Either guide it into the right corner or the left corner, inside the posts. All right. Boy, you gave good breakdowns. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. Most dangerous play. Unless you're, you know, the tall teams. And the tall teams can take advantage of their height. And then mm. they just head it in like the great Oliver Bierhoff. They of used course, to play for yes. Germany. Who could forget the great Oliver oh, Bierhoff? Oh, I mean, that's true. Who can forget Oliver Bierhoff? <laughs> Germany going through? They lost their first game, but they're going to go through, right? They well, go or they, they play on, tomorrow. They, they got to win. They have to win. Okay, they have to win tomorrow. They France to is in. They have no ch- in. France is in for sure, yes. England and the U.S. are in. I mean, you're what about in. Portugal? Is Ronaldo going to the second round, or does it... Uh, well, here's how it works for Germany. Germany needs some help. Spain, oh, oh, wow. Spain has to win. Spain has four points. So Spain has to beat Spain their team. Spain has to beat Japan. Germany has to beat their team. And Germany has to beat Costa Rica. Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. All right. Is it goal differential, or do they end up at a point where no, it's not would, a problem? it would be 4-4. Four, four. Okay. They'd have four points, and Spain would have four points. Okay, but they're not playing out. Spain. So Spain has to win. Right, they already drew. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah, I thought Spain and Germany drew, didn't they? Or is that wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I thought if I Japan saw- and Spain draw they both go through well, because go. they would each have five well, right. spain would have five and japan would have four all i know is i want argentina then, to at least go through and i'll see if i can sell my ticket maybe somebody will buy it because i think yeah, they're like yeah. if they get through they might be the second choice or maybe france is now they were second to start the tournament because france was so in the summer when i made the bet brazil was one in vegas france was two york but then I think because of the injuries, France went down a little bit. Yeah, Spain, Spain's dangerous. And yeah, you keep saying that. I think Spain was the fourth choice. Yeah. And everybody, yeah, you keep saying Spain's going to be tough. Uh, going to be a tough out. That there's so much skill there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a ton. I know it. I know it. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. See what Carmen and Yurko are talking about on Twitch. Follow ESPN One Thousand Chicago today. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Uh, by the way, a little baseball news. I think the winter meetings are next week already. Jesse Rogers is going to be on the scene for us. But uh, Jeff Passan reporting that the Yankees have an offer on the table to Aaron Judge, Yurko. Eight years 300 schmildo. That's a lot of schmildo. Eight years. 300, 300 million schmildo. That's under 40 million a year. It's a little under 40 million a year. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's 37 and a half million a year. There you go. And apparently, he said no. Re- well, 
I don't know that he said no yet. They're just saying that it's on the table, that he continues to, uh, you know, the Giants are making a hard push and that the Yankees have some room to maybe go up to beat a potential Giants offer. So, uh, But the uh, only problem with the judge uh, contract is they want to pay him in FTX crypto. Well, you'd be in, he'd, be, he'd be wise to not take that then. Don't take that one, uh, Aaron. So we, uh, he's going to be, I mean, he's the biggest fish, let's face it, and he's going to get a monster deal from someone. Yeah, he's going to get a big deal. 300 schmel. God bless. The White Sox said goodbye to Jose Abreu. Um, they tried to send him off in style with some of the nice things they said about him. He was a great White Sox player. There's yeah, no nine, doubt about Nine it. good years. Terrific. Well, MVP, right? Yes, an MVP, a rookie of the year, an MVP in uh, the truncated COVID year. Uh, unfortunately, not a lot of postseason success to show, almost none. A lot of years without the postseason for Jose Abreu here. He's got to be happy as a clam. Yeah. I mean, he's going to the, he's going the to a winner. creme de la creme, York. He's going to a winner. Yes, he is. And for the White Sox, you know, I said this yesterday during crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie. You know, Waddle said, you, you, look, you look defeated when we were talking about the Sox. And uh, your window closed. Your window do you shut. Know, do you know what's funny you say that? Your window closed. That one of my right? very good White Sox fan friends said the exact same thing last night. And he's not like a pessimistic guy by nature. No. But he's like, it, it's closed. He's positive. Do you really think it's closed with some of the talent they still do have? Am I being overly optimistic? Am I being silly? Well, I, I told you those windows don't stay open as long as you think they're going to stay no, open. I, I hear you. I and you signed a lot of your young talent to, you know, um, hometown contracts, good ones, but you, you got them paid, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of make them feel good about themselves. But it's, it's why it's why spending two years with Tony LaRusso was a ridiculous venture, uh, you know, because why waste opportunities uh, like they certainly did this year? Yeah. And it's not all on Tony, I, I know, but there was still uh, an inexplicable. But I, 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 I no feel th- I feel for your buddy and I feel for your friend. Well, and I, I thought this window, remember, I, I, I said, uh, you know, you're making the playoffs. I mean, you're in your window. I know. This is it. This is your window. You can't afford to miss playoff opportunity. You know, like you can't afford to miss the playoffs. Now, now you hear you go. I mean, is it slammed shut? No, I don't think so. But it used to be wide open and you used to have an apple pie sitting there. Mm-hmm. Somebody uh, came up and stole the apple pie. Apple pie. And now you're closing it because you're a little bit upset at the fact your apple pie got stolen. So when Waddle was saying that to me, he goes, you look a little bit broken and beaten down. Yeah. Uh, I think he's right. I, and what do we always say? What's the worst thing for a sports team? It's not when everybody loves Penel. them. Penel. Penalty kick. Oh, Penel. Penel. Wow. Kind of yeah, a BS yeah, one. Yeah, it was a VAR situation. It, it, it looked terrible. Yeah, what, what, Messi what, got hit in the face as they both went for a header. They called in the it box for the goalie. The, yes, they called on oh the goalie. Oh my god! Yes. He that's punched the ball scandalous. Away and hit Messi. Oh, oh, that says me right there. Karma. Karma. That is says me right Karma. there. Ball don't lie. Karma. Take that, that bar. Guys, when I tell you about the cheesiest penalty I've ever seen called, oh, and I've seen it. a million penalties being called, million of them. He saved Messi. The, yes. goal, the keeper saved. That was a good yeah. uh, strike by Messi, it looked like, well, too. He struck it perfect. That was the, the hand of the Polish gods right there. Wow. Yeah, now that they want another amazing. penalty. Now that Argentina off the corner calling for another penalty. We haven't had enough time for a replay, but when we see the replay, that is the Polish hand of God. Yes, it is. So, Yurik, did you see the, uh, the, the penalty that was given to, to give the, the shot? The goalkeeper went out to try and knock away a ball that was coming into the box. Uh-huh. Messi was going up for the header. Right. He hits the ball away, and as 
He's falling to the ground. Follow he hits through. Messi with the follow through. By the way, in, the in his six yard box, isn't yes. that legal? In his six yard box, where he's not supposed to be touched. How does VAR? And then the, like the, the choke job for Messi. There you go. I mean, yeah. I, I, this is where sometimes soccer, and I think American fans sometimes might be a little bit turned off by it too. Like, how does something like that go to video review, and then uh, who's making that subjective call? I don't know. I mean, the way you guys are describing it, and I saw it. I didn't know what they were reviewing. I maybe didn't pay as close well, attention as you guys, but it didn't look like a penalty. I watched him. I saw him go. To, I saw him running off the field to go to VAR, and I'm like, "There's no way in hell this is going to be anything." Crazy. Next thing you know, they're focusing on the goalie and the net doing his thing to wow. get ready for a penalty kick. Huh? Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, I was saying though, um, the worst thing, Eric, for a team, right? It's not when everybody loves you. That's great. It's not when everybody hates you, because people still care. It's apathy, right? We always say that. Like the worst thing. Yes. That you know, the last thing that a sports franchise should be should want to endure is an apathetic fan base. Yeah, well, and they like, just don't care. And, and whatever you do to make the team yeah. good or not, eh, who cares? You you've you've drove like you have broken me down a little bit. I I don't expect them to do much of anything this offseason, The White Sox. They've kind of told you, unless he's playing possum. I mean, okay, I, I I'll be pleasantly surprised. But Rick Hahn a couple of times now has basically told you don't expect them to be yeah. in the free agent market. And, you know, um, I've seen some socks in some circles very critical, the decision to give Mike Clevenger a deal after you wouldn't tender Carlos Rodon a right, year ago. Right. I think far be it for me to defend anything they do. But I think in their minds... You know, they figure, well, we know Rodon's medicals better than anybody, and we just don't think he's going to stay healthy. And I guess they were afraid he was going to accept it, and they thought he'd get hurt again. Now, he's proved them wrong, Yerk, obviously. Yes, he has. You know, but I, I guess I would explain it away that way. But I saw, who was somebody on Twitter said it too? Like, only the White Sox would non tender one of their homegrown players coming off of a five war season to then offer almost the exact same amount of money. To an older player coming off of a point four war season, <laughs> it was kind of funny. Like, what other team would do that in baseball besides my beloved Chicago That's your White guy, Sox? Rick Hahn. I know, but he's smiling though. You know, that's the good thing. I mean, so what am I supposed to think and feel? Have they beaten me down a little? Have they beaten down a lot of White Sox fans? Yeah, I think they have. With all the nonsense over the years and the silliness, you know. So it is. It's tough. I'm not going to lie. Well, I stuff. feel for you, kid. I feel for you. The uh, the Polish goalie just made another nice. I yeah. guess they, those are easy saves for those well, guys. When That's they're so straight good. at you. Yeah, those are easy for Yeah, them. I mean, when they're straight at you, all you got to do is get your hands on them. But he, he leaked the rebound out front, went off the back of his own player, and came right back to him, which is that, oh, it didn't come off his own player. It came off of them. It came off of him. Oh, an Argentinian. Years ago, I did a thing. Um, well, we did a promotional thing we were doing with, with, the, soccer with team. the fire. Yeah. I can't remember the goalie's name. I, I, I apologize. I feel bad. This has got to be 10 years ago. I did a thing. We did a video uh, thing with the fire as part of a promotional deal, and it was, uh, you know, goal kicks. Right. You know, and you were trying to save or you were trying to get one by Both. And so... Um, but the amazing thing was when I went to get in the goal and I, I want this guy stepped up and kicked the ball. You're uh, I wouldn't want to try to block one of their. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, 
they hit it with such velocity and so much movement. Yeah, and he did it like sort of half-assed, and it was yeah. still. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, the it was ball still moving, moving yeah. and it, you can hear it whizzing by. I'm like, yeah. "I don't want to try to." I'm too old to try to block that thing. I'm like, "Get out of here!" They're just so good. They're so unbelievably good. Very skilled. Oh my god! Uh, crosstalk coming up in a little bit. By the way, I love the Polish. I mean the. The, the, the Polish goalie, he doesn't have a single vowel in his last name. Chesney. He's got an E. Yeah. S-C- How the heck do you pronounce that? It's Chesney. Chesney? He's, he's, a, he's famous. Is he? He's, he's been on some great teams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I just got a glimpse of his last name. I'm like, yeah. how would you even There's an E in the middle of there. Is there why? I didn't see any vowels. Yeah. That's, in, that's crazy. Uh, when we come back, uh, we got a few more fun things, and then Waddle and Sylvia are going to join us for Crosstalk coming up at 2. The boys are on 2 to 6 today. Black and Abdallah tonight from 6 to 8. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. I do not like the movie Draft Day. Um, I think it's lousy. That's just me. Some people love it. It's Cap's but favorite why? movie of all why time. Why do you think it's lousy? Uh, it's cheesy. It's bad. It's poorly acted. Uh, it, there's nothing good about it. It's unrealistic. I just, I I, I think it's You don't awful. like Kevin Costner? Uh, yes and no. There's something. I like a, some of his early work. I actually like uh, quite a lot. I, I love, I think Bull Durham's a brilliant movie. Yes, yeah. I think he's great in No Way Out. I think he did a terrific Clint Eastwood movie called The Perfect World. I don't know if everybody's seen. I've seen it, yeah. Awesome. I think he's fantastic in it. Um, there's a lot of his stuff that I think stinks. Uh, I think Yellowstone's cool. I'm not totally caught up on Yellowstone, but I think I Yellowstone's am. well done. I think I, he's I good in that. I saw Sunday's episode, yeah. I just think Draft Day's a bad movie. I think it's poorly written, poorly act. I just think it's bad. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, but do you remember in that movie, Yurko, that the fictional... Uh, the, it was, I got a kick out of this because Pro Football talked it right up about this. You'll see where this is going. So in the, the, the movie, you'll recall, Draft Day, uh, Bo Callahan raised red flags for the Browns because he had no teammates at his 21st birthday party. You remember that, right? Yes, yeah. yes. So uh, they're making a big deal out of this now because, did you hear about this, Yerk? No. Ciara threw a 34th birthday party for Russell Wilson, and about half the team was there. And they're trying to make a big deal of that, and I'm like, well, half the team's like 25 guys. I mean, is that so bad? Yeah, it's, probably, it's probably more like 30 guys at this time guys. of the year, yeah. Would, I mean, is that, like, so odd that only... Listen, Marino threw a Christmas party. Everyone was at his Christmas party. Mm, now, you puked December 14th. That was the famous. one. I was only there for one. Was December this an 14th, 1990. Yeah. He had it. He invited everybody. Everybody showed? Everybody showed. So maybe it is a big deal. Everybody yeah, showed. I thought, are we... Okay, now we're getting silly. We're counting the heads at his birthday well, party. I mean, but... I mean, here's the dilemma. It's his first year there. Right, Dan you know, Marino was Dan, a god Dan, Danny had nine years already, or eight years there. Right, eighty-three he's a through ninety. He's a god, right? So, and he had done something. Right, he's in, in a place with new teammates. They're three and nine. Or They're three and nine. They're miserable. They may not want to see him right now. You <laughs> whatever, know, whatever they are. You don't go throwing parties when you're three and nine. You know, like did she invite the entire team? And, right, and, and is it another a big deal question if only mark. Thirty of them showed yeah. up. I don't know. I love it how we make a big deal over these things now. They're debating it in Denver. Like, oh, what does this mean? Doesn't matter what it means. You're stuck with him. You better find a way to make it work. Yeah, I, I think that's right. And I think it's uh, incumbent upon the receivers to get on the same page with their quarterback. And the offensive line is usually your saving grace. They're the ones that, you know, they kind of hang together. 
like all of them. Back and but they're the ones that you know, if somebody wants to get out of line, they're the ones right. that keep the discipline in the room, right? You know, in the offensive room. Yeah, right. You let anybody say what they want to say, and they can say it and offer their opinion. But at the end of the day, the sergeant at arms is the offensive line. So you can get out of line. You can object. You can strenuously object. Right. But if you get, you know, if you start talking too much smack, the offensive line takes care of it. It's yeah. the way it works. Like, there's this natural defense mechanism, Yurko. You're right, where the old line's going to, like, yes. protect the quarterback, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like, yeah, even, even like, with Cutler at times, you know? And, like, Jake could be a little tight. Like, the old line was always had his back, didn't they, for I the most part? I don't know why Russell's Wilson's, Russell Wilson's talent I don't know. Level doesn't come out here in Denver, why you can't see what he was kind of capable of in Seattle. But Geno Smith doing what he's doing for Seattle, I know it's been a couple of hiccups here lately. Mm-hmm. And he was hurt for a little bit. But, you know, them being able to kind of just pick up and not miss. Not miss a beat, like basically. Yeah, like, you're uh, not missing anything right now without Russell Wilson. They already went has a lot total. of people, right? Right. They've got a lot of people scratching their heads going, what exactly was going on here? What's the problem? People are trying to put their finger on the problem. Mm. And I don't know if there's one problem. Is There might be like four small problems. And those four small problems are becoming one big problem. Yeah. Uh, Jason is in Crown Point uh, on ESPN 1000. What up, Jay? Hey, Carmen. It's sad to hear you down, buddy. When we look up to you so much, you're a five-star guy. And, and let me tell you the five stars I see in you. You know, you, you know sports. You know bourbon. You know gambling. You know meats. And you know feet. That's right. Well, yes. five-star yes. guy. Well, I, Jay, I appreciate five it. Star I, only guy. my White Sox covered. Only my White Sox have me down right now, Jay. I know. I It's... Uh, it's a little sad and a little depressing, but you're right. You know, you you bring up excellent points. I appreciate the pick me up, Jason. Five star guy. How about uh, that? Thank you very much. Man. I like. Thank, I really uh, genuinely appreciate that, Jason. Thank you for cheering me up a little and reminding me there's a lot good in life. Unfortunately, the White Sox right now it's not one of those things, but that's okay. There's other stuff. I'm excited about Justin Fields. I'm trying to think from a sports standpoint, it's a little tough right now. You know the. The Hawks stink. Yes. Uh, the the Bulls are just sort of a little of like, bit of a mystery. Eh, you know, those are okay. I mean, no Lonzo Ball. Right. I know. My White Sox have me down. Yeah. There's not. There's not a ton. I'm overly. I'm overly excited about. The U.S. has me excited right now. Right. In, in who, who, for me, who are the Cubs? I don't know any of right. them. Right. I know. Who are these guys? It's a tough time for Chicago sports right now, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. But I think the Bears, if they do this right, will. Like I said. In year three, and I, it's still a long way away, everybody, but if we could see some fruit, right? If it starts to bear fruit, Yerk, well, it'll all be worth it. it and will. if Justin's the real deal, and if they it'll, can continue to make him better, like... It'll be worth it. You know, we'll feel great. I know it's not great right now, but believe it or not, they're three and nine. I'm not as down on them as I am some of the other teams in town. I'm not. And maybe that's crazy. I think because you can see a direction. I, I think you're right. I don't know if I see one with uh, old uh, second man in charge over there. You up up north? You yeah. don't know if you see one with your team. What's his name? Well, I'll tell Josh, you what. Josh, I, what? Yeah, stop it. Gruben. It's Jed Hoyer. Jed Hoyer. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a compliment. I don't compliment. Uh, far be it for me to compliment Tom Ricketts really on anything. They do a hell of a job with that winter wonderland. I'm not kidding. They, I'm not being oh, a it's fantastic. Ass. I'm, I'll Did you take the kids up there? No, that... I'm not taking the kids to that Wrigley Field. But I'm just saying, I saw the pictures on Instagram, and I'm like, hey, what? that's actually pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Boy. I'm not being a smartass. I'm being totally genuine. 
I wish they can uh, construct a Major League Baseball roster. Abdallah, you go up there? No. Uh, it looks pretty nice, though. I'm, well, you don't <laughs> no, have I mean, a kid. Yeah, Wait okay. till you have a kid. Wait till next year. <laughs> nah. You'll be taking her there. I'm good. I I, th- I looked at it on social media, and I was like, well, that's nice. We'll, we'll be can, out of the race this they, year. Can they pay for a shortstop? First. With that, with I don't that know. Money, that's your problem. I don't money. care. I'm not a, I don't care but, about but, it. But before January 1, I want to know who's going to be out of it first. Will the White Sox or the Cubs be out of it first? By when? I want to know by the new year. I want to know whether who which team will be out of it first. Will the White Sox be out of their pennant race or their division race? I want you to make a prediction for next year oh, by oh, the oh. new year. Oh, 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 I'll say the Cubs. The I Cubs. want you to look at it. Well, the what, Sox still have more talent. Come on. They do. Don't they? Yes. Potential. Coach killer. They got a lot of potential, huh? They already killed one oh, manager. How many more managers they plan on killing? I don't need this till December 31st. I'll make that proclamation right. now that, that they're in their division race. I'm not saying they're going to win it. I got you. But I'll say they're in their division race a little bit longer. Josh is in Columbus. What's up, Josh? Yeah, hey, boys. Appreciate you building my call. Sure. Thank you. Hey, you know, real quick, man, I, I kind of keep looking at this Chase Claypool trade, and I really feel like Ryan Poles is going to end up kind of kicking himself in the butt for kind of jumping the market and, mm. and making that trade. Um, you know, one thing to kind of keep in mind is that Miami's vacating their first round pick this year. Yeah, the 29th so overall right now. Pick. Right. So, so there's only going to be 31 picks in the first round. So that second round pick that we sent off to Pittsburgh mm. is expected to be the 34th pick, but it's technically sliding up one spot because there's only going to be 31 picks in the first round. Mm. So it's going to yeah. be the 33rd overall selection. Yeah, so I mean, you're looking at the, the the draft, like um, the draft values, that's essentially like a free six-round pick. Anywhere in the top 40 right now, right, Josh? I mean, I, I know the point you're making, but anything right now in the top 40, which you're likely going to give them, is like, oh, boy. And you want to see some more. I, I, I think it's fair to question right now, Josh. I do. Well, if, if he doesn't hit, you definitely question it. Well, well, of course. But he, I'm saying he's without not the benefit of hindsight. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying right now, if you're asking me to predict, is Claypool going to be a contributor with the Bears? God, I want to say yes because I've seen it before with him, and it's been a while now. His rookie year was, you know, three years ago, but I still want to say yes. I think it's fair to wonder, and yeah, you, you're going to end up sending a pretty lofty pick to the Steelers for that. Uh, and I hope he hits, boy, because otherwise it's going to look real bad. It'll be it'll be Ryan Pacian in a few years, and we don't want that from Ryan Poles. We want Ryan Polesian to be good. We don't want Pacian to be bad. Mm-mm. Uh, all right, you ready for crosstalk? We're going to do that coming up next. Man, we'll crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie. Uh, we'll see what they've got on tap between two and six. Black and Abdallah are on tonight, six to eight, and then remember tomorrow, the whole station's live at Benny's, December first. We're kicking off uh, the launch of all of our few whiskey barrel picks that all the shows did back in October. We spent a night up in Evanston at the distillery tasting through a bunch of barrels. We've got some incredible ones that are going to be on sale for the first time at Benny's tomorrow. You can come by and sample them with us. Buy some. Do your holiday shopping uh, at Benny's Lincoln Park tomorrow night. The whole station's going to be there 6 to 8, and Black and Abdallah will do their show live. We're really looking forward to this tomorrow night. Crosstalk is coming up next. The Good Kids Got the Final Word, brought to you by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's Final Word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's Final Word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. It is the uh, last day of November. That means tomorrow is December 1st. And what have we been looking forward to on December 1st? 
On December 1st, it's uh, International Meat Mystery Man Day. No?